Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into a June edition of Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Mike and I here to talk about can I retire at 55? Uh, I think, you know, we had this on the docket for a little bit to, to get to. We might have waited too long to have this conversation because leading up to 22, Mike, a lot of people have definitely been more interested in the conversation of retiring early, be it the pandemic, be it the whatever, you know, uh, all the time off or working from home and then being like, hey, I don't want to go back to work. I kind of like this yeah. working from home right. thing. Uh, early conversation, you know, certainly retirement has certainly uh, been cropping up more and more. Now, mm-hmm. inflation right now and the market volatility is maybe ebbing that back a little bit, but I still figured it was worth having this chat because there's still a lot of people who, who want it. We've got some email questions we're going to use as references as well about mm-hmm. is this even feasible? So it's going to be an interesting conversation if you're thinking about early retirement. You could put it before 62 if you'd like, whatever number you want. But for the sake of this podcast, we're going to focus on, you know, can I retire at 55 uh, because there's a few things to kind of dive into on that. But what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Yeah, um, I'm doing good. Um, we're uh, just uh, hanging out with a lot of kids and family still here. And uh, so we just appreciate, by the way, that a lot of folks uh, out there that know our, what's going on with uh, one of our grandsons is uh, praying for us. We mm-hmm. just appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're hopeful. So we'll see what happens. There. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all the all the best as always. Uh, you know, Thank for you. for Thank the you. for the speedy readiness of uh, recovery there, and and hopefully hopefully getting better. So yes, yeah, yeah hope so. Yeah, so let's uh, let's see if we can tackle this because it's again yeah. a lot of people. Uh, I get it. We we get frustrated. My brother, he's sixty three now, Mike, and mm-hmm. he he knows his his strategy. His plan calls for him to work till full retirement age, sixty seven. Right, okay. that's he's trying to hang on. Right. Pandemic mm-hmm. got a little crazy and everything, but he he wound up actually switching jobs during the pandemic. Not not due to his own the contract ended, and he had to get another one. But uh, okay. but it, but it worked out, and he's yep. really he really loves the loves the gig that he's got going. But he's like, you know what? If they ask me to go back to the office, it's wound up being mm-hmm. within the same company, just a different contract. He's like, if they ask me to go back to the office, I don't know that I want to do it. He's like, I might have to retire early. And so that kind of got me thinking about the conversation, and I was looking through some emails that we had and things of that nature, and so. Uh, we've also got this article from Yahoo Finance that talks a little bit about retiring early and if it's feasible. So I want to break down some of these issues. Are, are you having people over the last couple of years ask you about early retirement? Are you seeing that a little more at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, not necessarily driven by what's been going on with this virus and then the economy and everything. Okay. Although some. some um, okay. But you know, some folks just... Uh, they they've had uh, situations that have allowed them to do fairly well for themselves, and and they're they're thinking about it. Uh, you know, it, it's a little different than what it maybe used to be with our parents' generation uh, as far as thinking about early retirement. But you know, it's it's things that are is coming to some people's minds for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so a couple of things to dive into. Um, what challenges? Does early retirement cause, or would you face? Uh, there's a couple of things right off the top. I'm sure that that just there's like, hey, make sure you think about this if you're going to retire early. Give me a couple bullet points. Yeah, I would say you know you're not going to be able to, if if you're retiring before age 62, you're not going to be able to access Social Security benefits. So you know you need to have done what you need to do there outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're self-funding that. So yeah, in terms of funding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, 
then, then, you know, if you do have retirement accounts and you start taking money out of them, there's the potential for penalties on withdrawals from those accounts. Depending if we're on going 55, right? Yep. How old you are and what type of account it is you're withdrawing from. And then, um, you know, this is the big one over the last few years <laughs> right. is well, what am I going to do about healthcare? Cause I can't qualify for Medicare for yet. 10 years. So let's, yep. like I said, if we yeah. use this number of 55, 10 years, yeah. that's, that's a lot a, of self-funding, Mike. It is. And it can be relatively expensive depending on what your other income is and your size of your family. So yeah, yeah it okay. sure can. Well, and like I said, I've got some emails here. Uh, we've got some comments from the peanut gallery uh, that we're going to get into a little bit. And by the way, uh, the peanut gallery. Yeah. Oh, fun, okay. fun, everybody's heard that term. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> so it comes from uh, vaudeville times back in the, back in the early 1900s when people go huh. see vaudeville shows and yeah. they would eat peanuts. They have peanuts, right? Cause it's something cheap you could do or whatever. And if right. you stunk, they threw them at you. Right. <laughs> so, I wouldn't have that today. <laughs> well, you know what? It got me thinking about it. I don't know if you've ever seen the Blues Brothers movie back in the uh, the late seventies, but uh, uh-huh. growing up as a as the son of a musician, uh, especially in the yeah, southern yes. areas, um, uh-huh. there used to be many many a bar where you'd go to, and they had chicken wire up for a reason um, <laughs> in front of the band because they would throw you know beer <sighs> bottles at you. So if you various start, things, right? Yeah, various things. Is- Funny. Yeah, oh, wow. That's where that. So, so getting stuff <laughs> chucked at you as a performer is not new. It's been going on a long time. Uh, yeah, if you stink, not. I guess. But anyway, all right. So we got some emails that are going to kind of highlight this idea. But as I mentioned, okay. this Yahoo Finance article, we'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes for folks if they want to review it. A couple yeah. things that stood out to me. I'm just going to toss at you, Mike, and see what you think because you've been doing this for 40 plus years, so you've seen mm-hmm. lots of different things. Uh, one of the comments they bring up is the seven times your salary conversation. So in it, they say, for example, let's say you want to retire early at 55 and you make $100,000 a year. We'll just go with an easy number. Then you need seven times that before you can even think about whether or not you could retire. That seems incredibly low to me, Mike. That's 700 grand to retire at 55. Yeah, I'm trying try not to get too far off onto this, but there's an old rule of thumb that is uh, the guy that even came up with it is kind of saying, I don't know if it works anymore, right. but it's called the 4% rule, right. which says, take the amount of money you have accumulated times 4%, and uh, that's a safe rate of money to take off your investments each year and not run out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that that's with the idea of hanging on to the principle of your money so that you can grow it to offset the increasing cost of inflation on your purchasing power right. over time. And so, and and you never run out of money. In fact, you retire with more money than what you started out with, right? That's the idea. Mm-hmm. So if it's, if it's 4% of that, you know, 4% of 700,000 is what? $28,000 a year, right? Can you live off of that? Can you live on $28,000 a year? That's the question. Yeah. Not a lot of people can these days. Right. Um, right. Granted, you're not going to have, any income tax to speak of because, you know, you get a standard deduction if you're a married couple of that amount, just about. So uh, that's probably all spendable money, but you got to make it go a long way. That's a long way at 55 when there's a lot of stuff ahead of you to our point about medical medical care. care. Right, exactly. (laughs) And, and that's assuming Mike, that, that that's, probably in a traditional account, right? So it's probably yeah. in a 401k or an IRA. Well, guess what? You don't really have 700 grand. Yeah. Cuz you're right. the government. 
Uncle yeah. Sam's waiting on their share of that money, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it seemed a little off to me. So again, what? So as I was looking at this, I went ahead and we we found some emails. We went we went kind of pouring through some different things we've gotten through uh, different times and, and looking at some people's scenarios. And uh, I don't you know, change the names obviously, um, mm-hmm. but just to kind of highlight this, I think this will actually do more than just the stuff from the article. But again, if you'd like to read the article, folks, we'll put it in the show notes. You can click on that and go check it out. So let's just jump into these emails because I want to tackle these. I think this will highlight it a little bit better for you and I to to, come, to, uh, okay. to talk of this through. So we got one from Penny uh, at one point, and she said she was retiring at the age of 56. So it's right there with our number, right? Mm-hmm, uh, she right. said, now this is possible for her to retire early because she has a government job she's retiring from, which provides her with a defined benefit pension and mm. guaranteed health insurance. Okay. Big check right there, right? Yeah. Really. Uh, she also says she has a 457 plan that she can access as well as other passive income coming in. And her spouse plans to continue working a few more years. And they also will have a pension. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the old concept right there. So Penny's in great shape because yeah. she has the insurance. She has a pension. So while she's waiting to get to 62, because she says her plan is to turn on Social Security at 62. So this six-year gap for her should be pretty easy to accommodate. In that situation, retiring in early sounds like totally doable. Yeah, it sure does. And thank you, American taxpayer, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) for that government job and all. (laughs) So, yeah. um, And and I I think maybe earlier I I said something about, you know, this isn't uh, today when we think about early retirement. It's not like our parents' generation. Right. Back when pensions were more common. Mm -hmm. Sure. Now, it seems like, you know, most of the um, the government hires more people than anybody else in this country. I don't know. And so there's that pension plan there uh, for those folks. But for for most people today, there's not. And you just don't have this. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't have that regular pension plan. Uh, which is, you know, Social Security is is like a pension plan that we pay for. And so, you know, that that helps a little bit with a, a regular income. This person had what is called a 457 plan. It's like a 401k for government people. Right. Um, yeah. And and so they, they accumulated more money in that. And, and she so, may not have to access that because of the pension. So she's not exactly. even really she's not even really dipping into her account yet. That's right. So, so she, that's she's in great shape. That early retirement yeah. to carry her to the point where then she maybe starts using that, yeah. turns on the Social Security, yep. and they may live better during retirement than they did during their lifetime. Very, I mean, yeah, so in this years, situation, yeah, if you're some, if you're in a similar situation to Penny, uh, you absolutely could probably pull this off. Uh-huh. Now, again, you always want to check with your, your professional before you, you know, don't just take our advice on this, but definitely make sure, sure. you're running the numbers. But if your conversation, if the thought is early retirement, you've got to have the definitely more than ever. You've got to have the ducks in a row. Penny mm-hmm. clearly does. Yeah, now, Chloe, absolutely. our next person, this is a little different. Chloe okay. is fifty-one, and she says she was con- she was contemplating. She says was right retiring uh-huh. soon. <laughs> However, rising inflation. And the stock market falling has re- has her rethinking her plans. She says she has about a million bucks saved. Okay. okay. So let's go with a million dollars as the number, uh, Mike, and talk about this. We kind of did that a minute ago with the 700000 but she's got a million bucks. She didn't say where it's at, but let's just assume it's in a 401k or an IRA. Right. So right. she does mention the declining stock market value. At the time we're taping this, uh, we're down about to almost 2%. It was up yesterday 2%. So basically everything we gained yesterday is gone today, right? Kind oh, of right thing. now, today, when we're taping this down yeah. 2%? Yeah, about 2%, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't so, yeah, I was just okay. looking I was just looking <laughs> as we were doing it. So got a yeah. million bucks. You don't have a total million because you owe the government 
part of that, right? As we talked about. Yeah. So if you're pulling money off of this and you're retiring early and the market's going up and down, that's certainly going to give you pause, which it sounds like it did for Chloe. Now she's not thinking about retiring early just yet. Because you got to right. think about that. That's 700000 You mentioned the 4% rule. Well, you're taking 4% off of a million. At first you went, well, that's 40000 I can do that. Uh-huh. I can yeah. do it on forty, But you don't have a million because you owe the government part of that. Right. Now you're taking 4% off of, let's say, 700000 You talked about that was 28000 a minute ago. But mm-hmm. you're also losing. The market's dipping. We're down 20%. Well, what happens right. then, Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is the market is always going to be volatile. It's always going to be going up or it's always going to be going down. Mm -hmm. Eh, Sometimes you get into a little stretch of just kind of a last three years. It was killing. And so I'm sure that got her thinking about this. I'm sure Mm -hmm. almost triple, right? The market, a lot of places people made triple over the last couple of years of of, uh, the market tripled itself in price, right? So get you thinking, hey, I could do this, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. But not now. So <laughs> you're you're always going to be faced with that. That um, you know, maybe at the time you're ready to pull the trigger on on stopping work and and retiring, start to use your your investments you've accumulated. Right. Uh, maybe the market's going up great and all like that. Don't let it make you overconfident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you want to think in terms of what's what's the averages. What what's it look like over time? Yes. And be positioned so that number one, it, it is going to decline again. Even if it's going up at the point where you decide you're going to uh, retire, it will decline again. It will crash again. And it will also have a lot of bull markets, you know, up markets. In yeah. fact, if you look over the last hundred years, there's a lot more bull markets than there are bear markets, uh, downtimes like we're having now. Right. So, but if you're uh, pulling money off of that, Mike, to live because you're bridging the gap till Social Security, uh-huh. you are taking away, I guess, the uh, compounding over time, right? That opportunity. That's yes. exactly right. Yeah. So again, that's that's where it's not just like I've reached the magic number. Right. And right. maybe the magic number was thought to be a million dollars or maybe it's two million dollars or yeah. you know whatever it is you need to uh, generate that income. And it was maybe at a later age and you're just saying, hey, I've gotten here now. Maybe I can go ahead and pull the trigger. But you do have that additional time frame you've got to deal with. And yeah. if you were planning on Social Security being part of your retirement picture, it's not going to be that way for a while. And so you are going to be dipping in uh, more. That you know, And it's it's not that it's not doable. It's just you got to take a you look really at it. You really got to run these work. numbers, though. Yeah. And, and to yeah. her credit, she mentions inflation. Well, guess what? So uh-huh. if you're taking this money out to live on, it's not stretching as far right now because we're dealing with 8.5% inflation. Yeah. So, if you go back to the early 70s, and you look at the average inflation rate, it's been about four and a quarter over that time frame. Okay. And we had mm-hmm. some pretty high inflation in the late, uh, middle to late 70s and the early 80s. Right. And then it started coming down and it's been extraordinarily low pretty, for a while. Pretty down ever since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's kicking up a little bit. How long will it go? Don't know. Yep. Jeremy Powell doesn't know. Yep. <laughs> or Jerome, however he says. Yeah. Name. Whomever. Yeah. Chief. And, uh, Nobody knows how it will be. So you you plan, uh, even though inflation is maybe average 2% over the last decade, you don't plan for the best case scenario. You plan for something a little more reasonable, not necessarily worst case scenario, because that might drive you to do stupid stuff. Um, right. like buy lots of gold or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you know, right now folks, we're going to see, I'm glad Mike brought that up. We're going to start seeing a lot more of those commercials. So be, be very cautious, oh, right? Be yes, very cautious. So absolutely. So yeah, it takes some, uh, examination of where you're actually at and what your assumptions are about, um, going forward so that you can make a reasonable plan. And, you know, last time we talked about mindset a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it's, it's the mindset. 
am I going into this thing and, you know, hey, it looks good right now. I'm turning it on and I'm not looking back. And if something changes about my situation, I just keep on plowing forward the same plan. Or do you have the ability to, you know, have that mindset of I will adjust for the circumstance I'm facing right now as I go. And so if markets start declining, pull back, have the emergency fund, use that to uh, live on somewhat if you need to supplement uh, the, the uh, income you've got uh, while we're in a downstretch. You know, the average uh, bear market, down market is about, uh, I think it's 11 months. Okay. And so uh, you know, one of the longest ones we have had in, during our lifetimes was 16 months. So, hey, but then it takes a while to recover. You're, you're, it takes uh-huh. a while to get back what you've lost. So people what think, lost. People think right. well, I lost 30%. I got to make, no, you do got to make more than 30%. To you got That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, think about those things, have that there and available for you. And, oh, yeah. Please do, yeah. if you're, especially if you're thinking about early retirement or even regular retirement. Sure. But for the sake of the conversation today, uh, I got one more I just want to use to highlight this question, Mike, just to see okay. what your take is on does it make a difference for early retirement? Uh, Rick had sent one in at one point saying that he um, was retiring at 55. Uh, he had saved quite a bit and that he had $1.2 million, but his house was paid for. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, because now the other people, we didn't even talk about that, right? So not yeah. only were you maybe trying to live off 40000 or 28000 or some of those numbers we gave out, but then you're also probably possibly making your house payment because you're yeah. 51, 52, 55, whatever. Your house probably isn't paid for yet. So this person has $1.2 million and a, and a paid for house. Does mm-hmm. the, pay, the house being paid off make a big difference if you're trying to retire early? I would think it has to. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, you know, just think of that. I mean, I don't know two grand a month, average, let's say, whatever. You know, I'm sorry, say that again. Two grand a month or something for a mortgage payment. I don't know. Whatever, yeah, I right? mean, if it's that much, mercy. I mean, that that uh, well, well, two thousand a month. You know, that's uh, twenty four thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Divide that if you're going to use the four percent, that's six hundred thousand dollars that yeah. you are basically being able to free up to use, you know, for other other needs. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So yeah, I mean, can you retire at 55? Maybe, right? Uh That's the point of the conversation today. Maybe, but you cannot do it, at least in my opinion anyway, you cannot do it if you don't have a strategy, basically, right? If you're just saying... Uh, you know, I mean, unless you've got stupid money, right, Mike, unless you're sitting on like, I don't know, $10 oh, yeah. million dollars or something, you know, you've, you've got to put a plan in place. That's the point. If you're trying to retire early because you absolutely hate your job or it's, it's killing you from a stress standpoint or a physical standpoint or whatever the case is, I get that. But please, please do yourself a favor and sit down with qualified pros like Mike, right, Mike, so you can develop and see before you do something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, how you came by the money is, is another big thing. I I've had several people mm. come to me in the past that won a lottery, got a big inheritance oh, wow. and okay. like that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, they, they had a substantial sum of money. I've never had a lottery person actually follow through with a plan because they thought they were set. And well, there's a crazy you know, stat on that. That too, works right? out. Yeah, uh, they had a lot that, of money. Yep. People that win the but, lottery end up going broke most of the time. Yeah, because it, it just kind of came to you suddenly. You didn't have the, well, we'll go back to that word. You didn't have the mindset to handle. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Amount of money, right? Yeah. So if you've if you've saved it, accumulated it, worked hard for it, suffered, sacrificed, what have you, usually you have a little bit different approach to how you use that money going forward once you stop getting the regular paycheck. There you go. So if you want to retire early, 
You got to have a strategy. Get strategic. Get some strategic planning. And of course, you can do that with Mike. Reach out to him and have a conversation. Stop by the website, spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. Subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like to use. And, uh, and you know, that way you can catch past episodes, future episodes. And of course, again, do yourself a favor. Make sure you're talking with a qualified professional before you take any action, especially if you're thinking about early retirement. Mike, thanks for hanging out. Fun topic this week. I appreciate it. It was. Thank you. I enjoyed that, Mark. Absolutely. We'll see you in a couple of weeks here for another episode of Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. We'll catch you next time, folks. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.